Hello, this is Meghnath from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, September fourth, and the year 2020 is now 67% complete. First, some coronavirus numbers. India now has 39.4 lakh coronavirus cases and is likely to touch 40 lakh cases soon. In the last seven days, the number of active cases rose 10%, which is the biggest jump in four weeks. Several major states, particularly Telangana, Andhra Pradesh, and Delhi, saw a renewed surge. India accounted for 29% of the 1.85 million cases added globally over the last seven days. This is the highest share by far among all countries. The United States and Brazil both had around 15% share each. However, deaths continue to slow down. Typically, it takes a few weeks for a spurt in infections to reflect in a similar rise in deaths. India now has 67,376 COVID-related deaths after a 12% weekly jump. The Supreme Court has dismissed a review petition by six opposition-governed states against its August 17th order, allowing the conduct of NEET and JEE entrance exams amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. Six ministers from Maharashtra, Punjab, West Bengal, Jharkhand, Rajasthan, and Chhattisgarh had moved the apex court, saying that if the order was not reviewed, quote, grave and irreparable harm and injury would befall on the student community, unquote. On August 17th, the apex court had rejected a plea for further postponement of exams, observing that life cannot be stopped and the career of students cannot be put in jeopardy. The JE main was initially supposed to be held on April 7th. Due to the pandemic, it was first postponed to July 18th and later rescheduled for September 1st. The JE advanced is to be held on September 27th. The National Eligibility Come Entrance Test (NEET) for admission to undergraduate medical programs was to be held on May 3rd. It was first postponed to July 26th and then to September 13th. The petitioners had, in its review plea, stated, "Quote: Not only will health, welfare, and safety of students appearing for the NEET JEE exams stand imperiled, but also the public health at large would be in severe jeopardy. While there are 660 examination centers for JEE, roughly 1,443 students per center, there are 3,843 centers for NEET, or approximately 415 students per center." Such large movement of people will, if so facto, prove to be a serious health hazard and will totally defeat the twin present-day solutions we have of combating the COVID-19. That is, social distancing and avoidance of large public gatherings. Unquote. The review plea further said, "Quote: Where there is absolutely no classroom teaching, the decision of the union government to conduct examinations on such a massive scale." reveals non-application of mind and is unreasonable arbitrary and capricious exercise of power unquote sorry students the exams will happen i sincerely hope you stay safe if you are one of the unfortunate ones who has to go give one of these there has been a major force build up of chinese tanks and infantry forces in the south pangong region of eastern ladakh after the indian army seized the initiative and gain control of several key heights in the area on august 30th given the range of their guns chinese artillery would be located in depth positions more than 20 kilometers away from the line of actual control or lac 
Sources have indicated that the presence of additional tank forces has been detected not too far from Chinese positions in Moldo in South Pangong. However, the movement of Chinese heavy weaponry continues to be well sighted by the Indian Army, which dominates the heights from Thakung to beyond Mukpari. This includes control of both shoulders of the crucial Spangur Gap, which is a high altitude pass that spans more than two kilometers in width through which tanks can operate. The Indian Army has reinforced its own tank formations in the area and deployed additional forces to shore up the heights that it holds along the disputed LAC in the region. By dominating the heights, Indian infantry forces are in a position to engage Chinese armor and troop formations with anti-tank guided missiles, rockets and other weapons. India also operates missile-armed T-90 heavy main battle tanks in addition to upgraded T-72M1 tanks in high-altitude areas of eastern Ladakh. NDTV reports that despite the overall domination of Indian forces in the region, the Chinese army continue to hold positions on black top and helmet, two features of the Chinese side of the LAC. Army Chief General Manoj Mukun Naravne said in the morning, quote, the situation along the LAC is slightly tense. In view of the situation, we have undertaken some precautionary deployments for our own safety and security." Unquote. There has been heavy air activity as well along the line of actual control, with the Chinese Air Force stepping up its fighter deployment from both the Nagari Gunsa and Hotan air bases in Tibet. The bulk of the Chinese fighter flying has been done by home-built versions of the Sukhoi 30 fighter which also happens to be the mainstay of Indian Air Force. In an expansion of a government program aimed at diversifying the country's supply chains, Japanese manufacturers will now be eligible for subsidies if they shift production out of China to India or Bangladesh. By expanding the scope of its subsidy program, Japan aims to reduce its dependence on a particular region and to build a system which is able to provide a stable supply of medical materials and electronic components even in an emergency. The government has allocated 23.5 billion yen, which comes to $221 million in 2020 supplemental budget. This subsidy is expected to encourage companies to disperse their manufacturing sites across the ASEAN region. In conjunction with the second round of applications which began on September 3rd, projects that will contribute to the resilience of ASEAN-Japan supply chain were added to the list. The second round of application targets feasibility studies on decentralizing manufacturing sites, the experimental introduction of facilities and implementation of model projects. The total amount of subsidies which will be provided is reported to reach several billion yen. In the first round of application, which closed in June, the Japanese government approved 30 manufacturing projects, including Hoya's manufacturing of electronic component projects in Vietnam and Laos, and provided subsidies of 10 billion yen. The supply chain of Japanese companies currently heavily relies on China. During the COVID-19 pandemic, their supplies were cut off. Facebook has given a response to Congress's allegations about pro-BJP bias of its India policy chief, Anki Das, today. They said, quote, a diverse team representing a varied political spectrum who have political experience is a part of our policy-making process globally. Enforcing policies on hate speech is not made unilaterally by any one person, unquote. 
Facebook has been under the spotlight following reports by Wall Street Journal that it overlooked hate speech posted by leaders of the ruling BJP and right-wing voices. In two letters to Facebook chief Mark Zuckerberg, the Congress accused the social media giant of interfering in India's democratic process and social harmony and being soft on members of BJP while applying its hate speech rules. Responding to Congress's KC Venugopal, Facebook's Neil Potts, director of public policy, said they consult a community of external voices and a broad cross-section of internal teams. He said, quote, together we have a non-partisan approach in dealing with content and have designed systems to ensure we are enforcing policies globally without regard for anyone's past political positions, party affiliations or beliefs, unquote. Regarding content moderation, Potts said, quote, we removed 22.5 million pieces of hate speech content from April to June in 2020, up from 1.6 million pieces of hate speech content removed in the last quarter of 2017, unquote. However, the letter did not name Ankhi Das. WSJ had reported that Ankhi Das had advised against action, saying punishing violations by BJP workers would damage the company's business prospects in the country. It also reported that Das made internal postings over several years detailing her support for the BJP and disparaging the Congress. At the meeting of the Parliamentary Standing Committee on Information Technology yesterday, an MP also raised questions about the political affiliation of Ankhi Das with the BJP. It was suggested that she had commercial ties with some ministries of the central government. Facebook India chief Ajit Mohan, who attended the meeting, faced questions from the BJP members about his links with the Congress. The hiring system of Facebook had also come under scrutiny, with sources saying it appears that the process lacks transparency and most employees have political affiliations. Private space company SpaceX successfully launched its 12th Starlink mission yesterday, carrying another 60 Starlink satellites into orbit. During this launch, SpaceX claimed that the satellites have shown download speeds greater than 100 Mbps. Starlink is SpaceX's ambitious plan to launch nearly 12,000 satellites by 2024 into low orbits around the Earth to provide broadband coverage to the ground below. It aims to deliver high-speed internet to locations where access has been unreliable, expensive or completely unavailable. Users of the system are meant to tap into the constellation using personal antennas on the ground, what SpaceX CEO Elon Musk has described as looking like a, quote, UFO on a stick, unquote. With Thursday's launch, the company has put more than 700 satellites into orbit. An additional 400 satellites are needed to provide initial operational capability and close to 800 are needed to provide significant operational capabilities. This summer, SpaceX began early beta testing of the Constellation with employees using Starlink to test download speeds. Kate Tice, senior program reliability engineer at SpaceX said, quote, we are checking how fast data travels from the satellites to our customers and then back to the rest of the internet. Initial results have been good, unquote. The speeds are still not as fast as what SpaceX originally claimed for the system, but are slightly faster than what early user testing has shown, which clocked at average download speeds between 11 Mbps and 60 Mbps. Tice noted, quote, our network, of course, is very much a work in progress. And over time, we will continue to add features to unlock the full capability of that network, unquote. 
Starlink is targeting service in the northern United States and Canada in 2020 and rapidly wants to expand to near global coverage of the populated world by 2021. Each satellite weighs about 260 kilograms and features a compact flat panel design that minimizes volume, allowing for a dense launch stack to take full advantage of the launch capabilities of the Falcon 9 carrier rocket. And now for some stuff from the calm, quiet, grassy pastures of newslaundry.com. Dear listeners, today I would like to tell you why, as news consumers, you need to develop a habit of calling out advertisers on news channels. I know a lot of you are tired and frustrated with the kind of crap our TV news media spews day in and day out. You must be wondering what you can do to bring about a change. Here's a simple yet wild idea. Become conscious of advertisements. Usually, you must be just tuning out when ads start playing or even barely register the title sponsors of a show. But please realize that these brands are the ones that keep rewarding our TV channels for broadcasting divisive and hateful content. It has to stop. The simplest and most effective thing you can do, especially when calling out problematic content on news channels, is to name the sponsors which made it possible. Just one line with a screenshot will do the trick. Tag them if they have a Twitter handle. Let them know. Tag us on at NewsLaundry on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook to let us know as well. A lot of times brands aren't even aware which channels their ads are going to and what kind of content is being aired in their name. As vigilant news watchers, we can make them aware of it. Ask them why they continue to fund hate and divisiveness. Question them relentlessly. We at NewsLaundry.com have been running a series called Bloodless TV where we call out advertisers that power hateful content on news channels. We have seen some success with this approach and it is proving to be effective. You can check out the pieces under this series on our website. The reason why News Laundry is able to call out these brands is because we do not depend on them. We depend on our readers. We depend on you. So support us so that we can continue doing this. Subscribe to News Laundry and pay to keep news free. That's all the news I have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. Have a great weekend and see you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.